Hello, friends. I know that everyone who's smart enough to listen to a podcast is aware of the terrible events that were perpetrated in Israel last week. And since my Tuesday podcast is more of a personal adventure, I have to tell you that I was deeply affected by the video and images that were shared from that horrific attack. Many of those images and videos were deliberately broadcast by the very people who committed those acts. So today's podcast is my personal reflection on the simple but deeply profound concept of good versus evil. Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where my goal is to help you with the questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other left brain types like I think I am, to ask the right questions in our search for a deeper meaning to life. Ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. Let me go ahead and jump in with uh, today's podcast. You know, this is a spiritual podcast, and so it's easy to talk about spiritual things, I guess, when when things are going great, and we're talking about angels and uh, meditation and orbs and, and all those kind of things. But when something happens like last week, I, I try to fit that into what my current understanding is, and it's, uh, it's, it's challenging. So as I mentioned earlier, I was riveted to social media last Saturday and Sunday. In addition to the major news outlets, I also consume news from Twitter or X, as most of you know it. And I was flooded with an almost overwhelming number of images and videos of the atrocities that were committed on all the surprised and unsuspecting young people, parents, complete families, children, babies, and uh, and the elderly alike. In fact, it was so bad, and it impacted me so much that I was forced myself to take a few days off. So Monday or Tuesday, I, I removed X from my home screen on my phone, and I did not watch the news. And I turned my radio in my car to an oldie station, and I did not listen to any Sirius XM news stations. I just really tried to, to shut it all out for a couple days. And frankly, that little reprieve helped me to gain some sense of calm and clarity, and I struggled to view what had happened in that attack through the lens of the spiritual transformation that I had experienced over the past two years. And the real question I was going through in my mind was, was what I had learned and come to believe as part of this spiritual awakening soul unleashed process, was it valid or was it all bullshit, basically? And my, my initial reaction, like many of you, I think, my initial reaction, particularly as someone who has worn our nation's military uniform and stood in harm's way to defend my loved ones, was outrage. When I saw the savagery and the brutality of how people were murdered and the sheer joy that their murderers seemed to take in killing all those unarmed people, my first thought was vengeance, justice, retribution. And I related to those people calling for Gaza to be turned into a glass parking lot, kill them all, all the terrorists. And not only the terrorists, but all the people jeering in the streets of Gaza that were celebrating the murderers and spitting on and hitting the, the Israeli captives. I was filled with a sense of rage watching that happen. And as I said earlier, it's easy to believe in spiritual topics in good times. It's easy to believe that people are essentially good. We're all part of the same God. 
There's no such thing as good and evil, only separation from the light, and that causes pain, and that causes subsequent evil acts. There's no judgment, there's only there's no hell, there's only love. All of these things I have come to believe over the past couple of years, and, and all the things that I've read and been exposed to, and the people I've talked with and basically been educated by, you know, those are the kind of things that I've came to deal with. But all that seems swell, I think, until you witness what just happened. You know, maybe there's a reason why our grandparents who lived through the horrors of World War II were more inclined to see things in terms of right and wrong or black and white. I know that my grandparents were like that. My own grandmother, God love her, would have still loved me even if she knew what I now believe, but she would have said something like, Michael, you believe what you want to believe and I'll stick with what I know. Thank you. Um, they had seen things that had convinced them that that life was definitely right or wrong and that there was evil or good. And and I think that we've lost a lot of that because things have been so good for us for so long. And as I've read the stories of the, the many, many horrors from World War II, I read a book recently um, about the uh, Katyn Forest massacres and <clears throat> more than 100,000 Polish women and children, for example, they were shipped off in cattle cars by the Russians from Poland to Siberia and just dropped off the trains in the middle of nowhere to perish in a frozen wasteland. And that all seemed like so long and so far away that surely our world had moved past such barbarism, had it not? And and we ne- we don't do that kind of stuff anymore. But but what we all just witnessed last week, you know, what chance did those babies and children who were murdered in southern Israel have to manifest anything in their lives? Zero. You know, is then the concept of thoughts become things or that we get what we think about true? Did any of those people who were shot in the streets or murdered in their cars or shot while hiding in Porta Johns, did any of those people manifest those things? I don't know. Is manifestation just nonsense? And we all truly are just victims of some capricious God. These are the kind of thoughts that I'm going through and wrestling with. And that topic, the question of good and evil, is one of the most perplexing and contentious topics out there. And we all want, desperately want an answer to one of life's most profound questions. You know, I don't profess to be a, a, a big, deep thinker. And I've done some research, you know, on people that have discussed this topic, and it's haunted the human soul for millennia, the existence of evil and what it means. And there's some philosophers you've all heard of, St. Saint Augustine, Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz, Leibniz, Friedrich Nietzsche, Jean-Paul Sartre, Hannah Arendt. These are people that have all written about the question and the problems of good and evil. And I, I just want to talk about three things. You know, this could go on for a long time, and People's eyes glaze over when you talk about this stuff, but one is moral relativism, the other is moral objectivism, and the third is the problem of evil. And what moral relativism tells us is that what is evil for one may not be so for another. And man, have we seen that this past week. So when all this first happened and I saw these these things happen, I thought, surely, you know, if you were to to look up evil in the dictionary or draw a picture of what evil was, it was what we saw last weekend. That is it. But there are people who 
don't think that was wrong. That's what relativism is all about. There are people, as we've all seen, who say things like one man's resistance fighter is another man's, uh, I'm sorry, one man's terrorist is another man's resistance fighter. Uh, People who flat out will not believe that those people did something wrong. And, and I, I'm flabbergasted by that. I don't understand how you can look at that and see it. I, I, I think a lot of the people that are saying these things, first of all, refuse to believe that the people that they think are freedom fighters did those things. And so there's the whole argument and discussion about propaganda and whether the photos are real and were babies really decapitated or not and, and were the women really raped or not. And no matter what proof you provide to people who refuse to believe it, it doesn't make a difference. But that does not mean that moral relativism is not real. It is. And all of us have seen that throughout the world this past week. There are people who are shocked and appalled and identify what happened as evil. And there are people that see the exact same thing and refuse to see it as evil, but as something good even. And then there's also moral objectivism, which means that there are universal moral truths that define good and evil, where if, if we lived by moral objectivism, we would say that killing babies is bad, raping women is bad, shooting unarmed civilians is bad, and no one would argue that. But um, I think right now our, our world is primarily governed by a relativistic perspective. And then the other thing is the, the problem of evil. And the problem of evil is pretty succinctly defined. It's basically, imagine, if you will, a world where an all-powerful, all-loving creator exists. How, then, can we reconcile the existence of suffering and evil in this kind of world? How can evil exist if there's an all-powerful, all-loving God? And all those other philosophers that I mentioned to you deal with that problem of evil in different ways. St. Augustine, for example, he said that evil is a result of human free will and original sin, and he emphasizes the importance of divine grace for salvation. Uh, Hannah Arendt basically says that people can commit heinous acts when they conform to societal norms, and basically they get separated from the light. This is the perspective, by the way, taken by a lot of people who identify as spiritualists, is ordinary people can commit heinous acts when they disconnect from their moral compass or they disconnect from the light. The purpose of this podcast and the purpose of the few minutes I'm spending with you here is not to give you, I can't give you an answer. Uh, I, I'm still, I'm still, I think, in the rage camp where I'm concerned that, um, that justice needs to be done. And ironically, you know, some of the things that I've learned and come to believe, which is that when we die, no matter what we do in this world, it doesn't matter because we go back to spirit, we go back to love. You know, the very men who shot people in the street, when they die, their spirit goes back to the spirit world or to that one sense of love, and you get reconditioned, and um, you might go through a life review, but then you get a chance to come back and do it again. And so that there may be no retribution or justice as hard as it is for us to accept for these kind of people in the, in the next life. I think many of us would like to believe that those, those, those men that perpetrated those acts and burnt families alive, cut them into pieces, that they were, you know, they're going to suffer for the rest of eternity in hell. And uh, where, where I am is I don't, I don't think that that happens.
I want it to happen, but I, I'm not sure that it happens. So that's the point of this podcast. I'm sorry that's kind of a downer, but um, I thought it was important to at least address this because I've been doing so many podcasts about spirit and light and happiness and love and um, and that the whole soul unleashed part is that there is a, a much larger truth going on beyond this and we have reason to be happy and excited about the next life and that our loved ones are there waiting for us and all that's beautiful and wonderful and then we see something happen that that happened last week and we try and reconcile that with 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 those kind of things and i'm struggling with that so thank you for listening i appreciate hope hope this was wasn't too much of a downer for you but i i want to be as honest as i could in terms of what uh, what i'm thinking and i suspect a lot of you are also wrestling with the same the same type of issues Thank you, and uh, I'll be back with another interview later on this week on Thursday. Very interesting lady uh, that I interviewed. So that wraps things up for today. If you have the chance to hit the subscribe button, that would be awesome. And uh, if you're able to leave a review for this podcast, I would really appreciate it. Both things help other people find me and find this podcast more easily. Thank you again, and I'll see you on Thursday. Bye-bye.